Hi everyone, how we doing? It's me, Albert, and this is episode 128 of Interactive Artistry, and I'm going to try something kind of cool. Check me out. This is Sir Peter Jackson talking about the King Kong game that came out in 2005, I think at the same time as the film, and it was directed by none other than Michel Ancel, director of Beyond Good and Evil and Beyond Good and Evil 2. From the moment that I saw King Kong, I wanted to become a filmmaker. I mean, it was as simple as that. If I hadn't happened to watch this particular movie on television as a nine-year-old, I probably today would be an architect or a plumber. I wouldn't be doing the job that I'm doing. So I owe King Kong a huge amount. And, you know, the idea of remaking King Kong is something that, uh, you know, for a long time I wouldn't really have thought about doing it. But I think the, the recent advances with computer technology, the idea of doing a version of King Kong telling that amazing story with a technology that is now, you know, state of the art and current, um, I think is a real relevance because as a black and white classic film, it's always going to obviously exist, but there is an audience today, there's a, a young people who I don't think really have the patience to look at black and white films anymore. I first became aware of Michelle Ansel's work um, last Christmas actually because I had a wonderful time playing one of his earlier games Beyond Good and Evil which was the most wonderful adventure game. It was imaginative, there were great characters and I thought that Michelle has just a great storytelling skill in making you so involved in the game as a player that you actually become emotionally attached to the characters that you're playing with. Um, I was able to play Beyond Good and Evil endlessly um, from one end of the game to the other. I think it took me three or four days to get through it. Um, and I just had a great time a and I thought, wow, if, if somebody this imaginative can take that story and actually get me so involved in it, this is the sort of person I'd love to work with on King Kong. I think it's critical if you're making a game that is based on a movie that there's obviously incredibly close co collaboration and for us this has been really important from day one and so we've given the Ubisoft team absolutely unlimited access to every creative aspect so of there you have production. it awesome awesome Peter Jackson one of the most kindred creatives and filmmakers that I know such an awesome person and I really hope that the universe kind of writes uh, itself with um, the wrong, I believe, that was done to this man with the whole Hobbit debacle. Um, some wonderful uh, creative uh, designs came out of that, you know, that endeavor. They certainly did um, on uh, from folks some, from folks like um, uh, what's his name, Nick Keller, who made. Um, uh, so yeah, like artwork. He's a, actually produces artwork for um, for a band called Beast Wars. Yeah, and um, and a New Zealand band. They're sort of a little bit kindred to like High on Fire. And um, yeah, I just I I can't get enough of of uh, diving into the man's work. Um, so yeah, that's how I kind of wanted to start this episode. Uh, and and. Uh, one more thing that I want to kind of cover off on. Um, so, you know, King Kong was made uh, in 2005, and then there was another one made in 2017, you know, 12 years later. And I think I think the thing that I want to talk about is how it is important. And Jordan Vo Roberts is incredible. What a, what a sensational filmmaker. And any of the behind-the-scenes stuff that you see, he's like, I didn't want to remake... Uh, I didn't want to remake... Um, uh, Peter Jackson's, you know, version, 
and it's it's and he's like all we're doing is honoring a cinema icon and i was like that's that's perfect and i'll keep it pretty brief it's just that whole idea of you know art versus commerce and like people like like it's just going to be the eternal thing it's always some some people think it's like a recent thing that uh, you know hollywood um remakes things and bleeds franchises dry or, or whatever um you know it's always been that way in the in the landscape of art um and in the landscape of uh you know commercialism and capitalism and art and money have always gone together and i can't remember i was watching yeah, the documentary uh called struggle uh the life and lost art of stanislav um Tukalski on netflix extremely extremely powerful documentary i highly recommend it um and uh, there was a there's an american gentleman who is talking to uh it's like i think it's like a dramatized narration and he's talking about yeah i've produced like over 100 films and 85 85% of them uh, so like he no he said like 10 of them weren't complete trash you know <laughs> so it just makes me t- take a step back and be like and we just watched this movie game night which is just so incredible ray and i loved Loved the hell out of it. And again, we, I turned to her and I was like, Ray, that was so well acted. So like l- done with such love. And even like the, you know, again, three, two, one spoilers, the end credits uh, showing um, all those moments from the film. So, so beautifully. Uh, it just showed that it like, it, it, it like the filmmakers cared and loved every single part of their film and went back and revisited. And it, everything had this like come coming around to full circle feeling and i love films that do that and it's an easy thing to do i think because it means you know it's an acknowledgement that you followed a uh, an idea from the from the start that you uh wrote the script and this you know who doesn't love something in a film where it comes back you know to to the start of like it comes back to something that was alluded to at the start of the film who doesn't like that love that you know so so there you go 128 that's kind of cool coming in coming on to uh you know 100 130 soon then 150 and then 200 i wonder when i'll crack 200 with one a day hmm hmm i'll have to do some counting on that one or just some yeah looking out into the into the future i I, i'm just looking at my my phone here yeah that's gonna be fun that's gonna be fun throughout the year i don't know if i do keep it up that might be cool to hit something like 200 or 300 this year Okay, doke, so I've covered off on Kong the game and the lovely, awesome, surprising connection to, you know, Michelle Ansel, which I love. Um, have I told you folks about my analogy of the rooms and like how certain rooms are like really loud across time? Okay, I'll, I'll cover off on it. So basically how I perceive um, the landscape of art and entertainment is like as a series of rooms. And this is like from a, a definite empath and introverts point of view so you know imagine it was like like all of art and entertainment was like a gigantic like house with like thousands and millions of rooms even because i'm sure there's more like more than a million films right and yeah you know yeah each of each film or each film property is like a room and and for me uh sometimes even though it's so lovely to spend 
time in the really crowded rooms, you know, like the stuff that's happening right now, like with Marvel and stuff, invariably because it's just like the introvert part of me. Any introverts out there can can relate. It's it's just that that feeling of being drained. Even though it's so wonderful seeing people smiling, you don't. It's not an antisocial thing. You love people for having having fun and enjoying it the way that they do. Yeah, uh, but like after a while, like the room gets crowded, you know. <laughs> And, and like feels and like the crowd really weighs on you. And so I developed a bit of a practice of um, just just stepping out, stepping out of, of like particularly loud rooms. And, um, and and what I what I like doing is sometimes just jumping back like 10 years or 20 years or 30 years into these quieter rooms. You know, the room of Peter Jackson's um, uh, King Kong, obviously in 2005, it was hip happening. It was crazy. Like this was leading into, you know, uh, Cameron, uh, you know, sort of knocking on, um, Peter Jackson's door and saying, Hey, you know, it's interesting. You have this stuff in your early two thousands, you know, Kiwi production. That's kind of intriguing to me. Hey, I have this idea, avatar, you know, mind if I uh, borrow some of your friends at Weta kind of thing, you know? So at the, at the time it was, you know, you saw Peter Jackson's King Kong, and and then later a few years later you saw james cameron's avatar and i was like somehow these two are connected obviously through weta and through that uh, shared kinship between james cameron and um peter jackson i really hope to see peter jackson direct something with as much time as he needs i think he should be given or he should be allowed to take up a film project of any choice of his and be given literally carte blanche, take as long as you want, and then add an extra year or two just for the de-stressing. Because I don't think he's fully come down from the stress <laughs> of, of, of those Hobbit films. And I think it broke him a lot, which is sad because, you know, you see some of these... Maybe that's it. If I'm, you know, sometimes, you know, having this forum, this little green light, you guys all there um, out there watching this to kind of hash things out and, you know, go through things in your mind. It's sort of nice to kind of iron out things and, you know, lay everything out in the sequence. Like, that's one of the benefits of having a show like this. And it occurred to me that sometimes, yeah, I've, I've, I'm trying to work on my nostalgia because, you know, as I mentioned, nostalgia is kind of an illusion because at, at all times there's going to be a grass is always greener syndrome and, uh, you know, rose tinted, you know, like the the 20-year-old Albert forgets that the 10-year-old Albert had some really shit days too. Um, so, yeah, time is relative, uh, you know, ultimately. But what I think I, I like kind of catch myself doing as I'm doing now is... Um, is yeah diving into the past to experience relief and experience maybe a flicker of uh what i hope to see soon for certain people like britannic for example these wonderful comedians um you know i my knowledge of their works has gone goes back like yeah over over 10 years yeah 2008 ish is when i first encountered them and they're really clever and um, but for a while they hadn't they hadn't i think it had been like two years since they'd made a video i was like oh, okay maybe they're taking a break and then out of nowhere like a couple of days ago they post a freaking video and it's magnificent it's called um like the the detective or something it's great so britannic b-r-i-t-a-n-i-c-k you you won't regret it definitely worth a youtube search um and I don't know, I think I saw the Lindsay Ellis uh, documentary, wonderful documentary, beautiful. I also saw that Zelda documentary, I, I posted about it on Instagram. Oh, the, the, the Hyrule Journals is just, it's beyond any words. I think I'm just going to concede to that. It's just the mo one of the most kindred works of video production. And cheers to Tim, Tim Geddes for that with the recommend on um, Internet Explorers. Uh, wonderful, just beyond beautiful. 
Um, and so, yeah, what I want for Peter is, is um, you know, he made um, And They Shall Not Grow Old, which was wonderful. You know, I saw some of the preview stuff of that, of the technology that they're able to use. Um, and so I, I hope for him, uh, this is what I hope for him. I hope that uh, he, he can just continue. Like I, I visited um, New Zealand recently, you know, for a little trip, went to Wellington and it was for my 30th birthday, you know, went to Hobbiton. I think I posted it on the Albert Kesser Instagram. And it was wonderful going into the cave and, um, you know, the, the Weta cave is like there. Imagine if ILM had just like this wonderful, really, really awesome gift, gift store. But like that it's so it's like they actually do tours on, of the actual Weta studios, like right next door. So it's like this wonderful. And, and as I was arriving, cause I, I walked there on foot just to kind of soak up Wellington. Um, I, uh, yeah, I, I, it was really, really, really windy, and it was great because I had never seen like the Wellington Hollywood sign with the the O blowing off, and it was like the perfect timing for me to to sort of experience that. It was really cool. Um, I'm sure, if, yeah, if you like go over to the Albert Kessa, I think I posted some there and on the interactive artistry um, uh, Instagram. So, so that was cool. And I, I don't know if I've been carrying it with me unconsciously since then, but it's like being there, I just felt that that like a little i mean i was excited about avatar a lot because i know that it's being in it's in post-production right now and full production i believe has wrapped and they're just doing post-production stuff for those one two and three and that they're going to wait until how one two and three go which is great gosh darn i love that so sorry two three two and three i think is is they're going to make those for sure those are coming out and then they're gonna um they're gonna weigh and then weigh up how that goes and then do um four and five so yeah so i'm just reminiscing folks that's what you meant when i when i look off sometimes when i look back on these i notice that i just like drift off and it's like because there's a window right here and it's like nice to look out the window and reminisce so sorry if it's just my habit and i would tilt the camera further down but as you can see i have a little bit of like mess no actually that's not too that that's not that bad it's just a bag okay that's fine i can accept that all right well i'll tilt it a teensy bit up it is so hot here. I think I've got it. This is like the hot box chronicles. This, <laughs> anyway, let's crack on. So that's what I hope for Peter. I hope um, you know model gen model engines. I don't know. I mean, I'll, I'll at one point see it just just to check it out. Um, the buzz isn't the best. I just want him to just do something that like that's what I loved seeing. You know, in that video that I just shared, like he's so he's so like alive and excited. So that makes me really happy because um, he's just like yeah excited about uh, King Kong and he was like really like again not that like thinness is a is a um, a direct corollary to like you know health or I mean uh, I always come at it from a point of view of health if you are like plus size and like if you feel healthy and you're walking and that's fine and that's just your, your deal and that's like that's cool it's just about your energy about it and I just don't think that weight is like joy weight it's not Jack Black weight you know Jack Black is like there's just there's there's a joy to how that man lives. Um, so when I see Peter, I don't see a joy there. I see a burden, and I see a little bit. Um, and and like Guillermo is interesting because he Guillermo and and um, it's like these three are like these bearded wonders, you know, Guillermo, Peter Jackson, and uh, um, and and uh, Steven Spielberg. Yeah, it's just really cool. I see, I just see I see Guillermo and and Peter Jackson as like almost like Spielberg's children. It's kind of sweet, you know, the way that they all have beards and kind of and, and glasses. Do they? Peter Jackson? I, he wears them in like the editing room. Anyway, look at me reminiscing. Some news, folks. We have a, a, a Ghostbusters film on the way, which is 
really neat. Now I'm going to tell you about two things. One is um, something that, like, now I'm actually going to just start rolling these out as I may, which is uh, dream games. Oh, my God. So for a while I uh, at work, when I had a bit of downtime, uh, you know, between tasks, I would, like, put together little briefs of what would make a really good game. So here's three I'll mention. So one is an open-world third-person RPG Planet of the Apes game, you know. Uh, and another is a, a Ghostbusters um, third-person open-world RPG and going between dimensions and such, you know, would be awesome. And then the third one is a gigantic, like a, like a next-gen, has to be, has to be PS5 um, uh, Monsterverse fighting game. So, like, we've got Mortal Kombat coming, Mortal Kombat coming out uh, in about 10... Uh, it is April. Is it April this year? I think it is. But the event, the reveal event, is in about 10 hours' time. So I'll be staying up for that. Um, if anything, it's just nice. to See, I'm like, I'm basted. You can actually see the sweat. Oh, my gosh. And I have to keep the fan off for the recording, you know, as I mentioned before. So, and if anything, just to stay awake at a time in Canberra when it's less freaking sweltering. So that'll be nice. But there you go. Um, so those are three. And I could... <laughs> it's going to be a bit of a short one because it is extremely hot. But, yeah... I have. I would love that. Like, tell. Like, if if you're compelled to, I would love to sort of read some of um your like dream dream ideas for games in the comments. You know. Oh, and also I saw another little just at the tail end here. Uh, Sydney Goodman of the you know the IGN Daily Fix. She mentioned that you know EA haven't outright said that the cancellation is real. So, but they you know I saw the statement and it doesn't really say it isn't cancelled either. So there's there's a hope and we can hope we can hope. Too easy. Well, um, let's see at these other items that I have for you folks. Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. Ah, yeah, as I've just put here, like I, I start, I'm starting to look look forward to these ones here. Um, uh, these little dispatches at the end of the day. I'm recording around about six or seven p.m., which is mostly in. I don't know how like um you know the the time zones work, but around about six or seven, I notice out of habit that like nothing really big kind of. Um, happens uh, that like on my feed, you know, all the things are happening all the time, but just just something I've perceived, you know. So, so there you go. So a bunch of King Kong, uh, a little bit of Ghostbusters, and uh, and yeah, and it's extremely hot. <laughs> so yeah, that was your um, very very brief because again, no no fixed no fixed periods on these ones here. Um, episode one hundred twenty eight of Interactive Artistry. Have a wonderful rest of your day wherever you are. Until next time, bye for now.